Today is the 20th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is wonderful to be here with you today as we gather around the global campfire, this little oasis in all of the festivities, this little calm, serene place for our souls to rest, a safe place, a quiet place to allow the scriptures to just wash over us and into us together in community. It is fantastic to be in that place with you today as we take the next step forward. And our next step forward, we kind of got a trend going now, is to read another complete book in the Old Testament. This book is called Haggai. And like a lot of the other minor prophets, we don't know a whole lot about who Haggai was. We know that he was among those that were able to come back from the Babylonian exile after the destruction of Jerusalem. And probably he was one of the the first wave of exiles to be able to come back to the ancestral homeland. We know that he had access to the people that were in leadership because the opening verse of the book of Haggai tells us that the message was delivered to Zerubbabel, the governor of Judah. And that name Zerubbabel should sound familiar because we got to know Zerubbabel when we read through the book of Ezra and the book of Nehemiah. And Haggai's message was also delivered to Jeshua, the high priest. And what Haggai is doing with this message, or maybe better said, what God is doing through Haggai in this message is to motivate, to get the people off their behinds and off themselves as it related to the reconstruction of the temple. And so Babylon, we went through all of the Babylonian conquest during our journey through the scriptures this year. So when Babylon conquered Jerusalem and and took the people into exile, this was about 586 BC. And then Babylon was conquered by the Persian Empire in 539 BC. And so the new king, the Persian king, Cyrus, allowed the exiles to begin to return to Jerusalem under Zerubbabel's leadership around 538 BC. And then comes Haggai, 18 years later, in 520 BC. And we have good authority from the book of Haggai itself. Haggai actually dates some things more precisely than anything else in the Bible. August 29th through December 18th, 520 BC. 18 years later, Haggai comes with his message because during the 18 years, the temple was still incomplete. All the kinds of things that we read about in Ezra and Nehemiah were going on. There was political opposition. There was intimidation. And the people had begun to rebuild their lives and their homes. And the temple was supposed to be the centerpiece, like the place where God would come and, and dwell among the people and would be among his people. And the exiles are rebuilding their lives without the centerpiece 
which is not going to lead them in a good direction, and God is displeased with that. And so Haggai reports that this is why they've been working so hard and getting so little, because they're focused upon themselves and not God. And so construction began again on the temple, September 21st, 520 B.C., And then on October 17th of that year, God spoke again that the people should get to work because God had some specific plans, that being to consolidate the prosperity of other nations and bring that prosperity flooding into the temple, bringing prosperity to the people. Instead, the people have been ignoring the temple and focusing on themselves and netting significantly less for their toil which is a profoundly valuable lesson for our own lives what are we focused on what are we self-absorbed about how are we ignoring what actually matters and so with that let's begin and in its entirety read the two chapters in the book of Haggai The Lord's word came through Haggai the prophet in the second year of King Darius, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, to Judah's governor Zerubbabel, Shealtiel's son, and to the high priest Joshua, Jehozadak's son. This is what the Lord of heavenly forces says. These people say, The time hasn't come the time to rebuild the Lord's house. Then the Lord's word came through Haggai the prophet. Is it time for you to dwell in your own paneled houses while this house lies in ruins? So now, this is what the Lord of heavenly forces says. Take your ways to heart. You have sown much, but it has brought little. You eat, but there's not enough to satisfy. You drink, but not enough to get drunk. There is clothing, but not enough to keep warm. Anyone earning wages puts those wages into a bag with holes. This is what the Lord of Heavenly Forces says. Take your ways to heart. Go up to the highlands and bring back wood. Rebuild the temple so that I may enjoy it and that I may be honored, says the Lord. You expect a surplus, but look how it shrinks. You bring it home and I blow it away, says the Lord of heavenly forces, because my house lies in ruins. But all of you hurry to your own houses. Therefore, the skies above you have withheld the dew and the earth has withheld its produce because of you. I have called for drought on the earth, on the mountains, on the grain, on the wine, on the olive oil, on that which comes forth from the fertile ground, on humanity, on beasts, and upon everything that handles produce. Zerubbabel, Shealtiel's son, and the high priest Joshua, Jehozadak's son, along with all who remained among the people, listened to the voice of the Lord God and to the words of Haggai the prophet because the Lord their God sent him. 
and the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave the Lord's message to the people. I am with you, says the Lord. The Lord moved the spirit of Judah's governor Zerubbabel, Shealtiel's son, and the spirit of the high priest Joshua, Jehozadak's son, and the spirit of all the rest of the people. Then they came and did work on the house of the Lord of heavenly forces, their God, on the twenty-fourth day of the sixth month in the second year of Darius the king. On the twenty-first day of the seventh month, the Lord's word came through Haggai the prophet. Say to Judah's governor Zerubbabel, Shealtiel's son, and to the chief priest Joshua, Jehozadak's son, and to the rest of the people, Who among you is left who saw this house in its former glory? How does it look to you now? Doesn't it appear as nothing to you? So now, be strong, Zerubbabel, says the Lord. Be strong, high priest Joshua, Jehozadak's son, and be strong, all you people of the land, says the Lord. Work, for I am with you, says the Lord of heavenly forces. As with our agreement when you came out of Egypt, my spirit stands in your midst. Don't fear. This is what the Lord of heavenly forces says. In just a little while I will make the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the dry land quake. I will make all the nations quake. The wealth of all the nations will come. I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of heavenly forces. The silver and the gold belong to me, says the Lord of heavenly forces. This house will be more glorious than its predecessor, says the Lord of heavenly forces. I will provide prosperity in this place, says the Lord of heavenly forces. On the twenty-fourth day of the ninth month, in the second year of Darius, the Lord's word came to Haggai the prophet. This is what the Lord of heavenly forces says. Go ahead and ask the priests for a ruling. If someone lifts holy meat into the hem of one's garment, and that hem touches bread, stew, wine, oil, or any kind of food, will it be made holy? And the priest responded, No. Haggai said, If an unclean person touches any of these things, will it become unclean? And the priests responded, It will be unclean. Then Haggai responded, Thus has the people and this nation become to me, says the Lord, and everything that they do with their hands. Whatever they offer is unclean. So now, take it to heart from this day forward. Before stone was placed on stone in the Lord's temple, when one came to the granary for twenty measures, there were only ten. And when one came to the wine vat for fifty measures, there were only twenty. I struck you, everything you do with your hands, with blight and mildew and hail, but you didn't return to me. So take it to heart from this day forward, from the twenty-fourth day of the ninth month. Take it to heart from the day when the foundation for the Lord's temple was laid. Is the seed yet in the granary? 
or the vine, the fig tree, or the pomegranate, or has the olive tree not borne fruit? From this day forward, I will bless you. And the Lord's word came to Haggai a second time on the 24th of the month, saying, Speak to Judah's governor Zerubbabel. I am about to make the heavens and the earth quake. I will overthrow the thrones of the kingdoms. I will destroy the strength of the nations. I will overthrow chariot and rider. Horses and riders will fall. Each one will fall by the sword of his companion. On that day, says the Lord of heavenly forces, I will take you, Zerubbabel, Shealtiel's son, my servant, says the Lord. I will make you like a signet ring, because I have chosen you, says the Lord of heavenly forces. Revelation 11 Then I was given a measuring rod, which was like a pole, and I was told, Get up and measure God's temple, the altar, and those who worship there. But don't measure the court outside the temple. Leave that out, because it has been given to the nations, and they will trample the holy city underfoot for forty-two months. And I will allow my two witnesses to prophesy for one thousand two hundred sixty days wearing mourning clothes. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of the earth. If anyone wants to hurt them, fire comes out of their mouth and burns up their enemies. So if anyone wants to hurt them, they have to be killed in this way. They have the power to close up the sky so that no rain will fall for as long as they prophesy. They also have power over the waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with any plague as often as they wish. When they have finished their witnessing, the beast that comes up from the abyss will make war on them, gain victory over them, and kill them. Their dead bodies will lie on the street of the great city that is spiritually called Sodom and Egypt where also their Lord was crucified. And for three and a half days, members of the peoples, tribes, languages, and nations will look at their dead bodies, but they won't let their dead bodies be put in a tomb. Those who live on earth will rejoice over them. They will celebrate and give each other gifts because these two prophets had brought such pain to those who live on earth. But after three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet. Great fear came over those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven say to them, Come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud, while their enemies watched them. At that hour there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. Seven thousand people were killed by the earthquake and the rest were afraid and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second horror is over. The third horror is coming soon. Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, 
The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and His Christ, and He will rule forever and always. Then the twenty-four elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God. They said, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who is and was, for you have taken your great power and enforced your rule. The nations were enraged, but your wrath came. The time came for the dead to be judged. The time came to reward your servants, the prophets and saints, and those who fear your name, both small and great, and to destroy those who destroy the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened, and the chest containing his covenant appeared in his temple. There were lightning, voices, thunder, an earthquake, and large hail. Psalm 139 For the music leader of David, a song. Lord, you have examined me. You know me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. Even from far away, you comprehend my plans. You study my traveling and resting. You are thoroughly familiar with all my ways. There isn't a word on my tongue, Lord, that you don't already know completely. You surround me, front and back. You put your hand on me. That kind of knowledge is too much for me. It's so high above me that I can't reach it. Where could I go to get away from your spirit? Where could I go to escape your presence? If I went up to heaven, you would be there. If I went down to the grave, you would be there too. If I could fly on the wings of dawn, stopping to rest only on the far side of the ocean, even there your hand would guide me. Even there your strong hand would hold me tight. If I said, the darkness will definitely hide me, the light will become night around me. Even then, the darkness isn't too dark for you. Nighttime would shine bright as day because darkness is the same as light to you. You are the one who created my innermost parts. You knit me together while I was still in my mother's womb. I give thanks to you that I was marvelously set apart. Your works are wonderful. I know that very well. My bones weren't hidden from you when I was being put together in a secret place, when I was being woven together in the deep parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my embryo, and on your scroll every day was written that was being formed for me before any one of them had yet happened. God, your plans are incomprehensible to me. Their total number is countless. If I tried to count them, they outnumber grains of sand. If I came to the very end, I'd still be with you. 
If only, God, you would kill the wicked. If only murderers would get away from me. The people who talk about you, but only for wicked schemes. The people who are your enemies, who use your name as if it were of no significance. Don't I hate everyone who hates you? Don't I despise those who attack you? Yes, I hate them through and through. They've become my enemies too. Examine me, God. Look at my heart. Put me to the test. Know my anxious thoughts. Look to see if there is any idolatrous way in me. Then lead me on the eternal path. Proverbs 30, 15, and 16. The leech has two daughters. Give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied, four that never say enough. The grave and a barren womb, a land never filled with water, and fire that doesn't say enough. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for yet another day and another step forward. We thank you that these steps may be indicated by years or months or days or weeks, but the step forward every day, this is a never-ending thing. We have found ourselves in a relationship with your word now. It's a part of our everyday lives. It speaks to us in different ways all of the time, and we are grateful for that. We are thankful for what we've learned from Hekei today. That if you aren't in the center, then our toil will be far less fruitful. And we will be far more selfish. And we can find ourselves exhausting ourselves to try to get ahead when had you been in the center things would have flown in our direction. Forgive us. We are guilty. Every one of us. Forgive us for losing sight of what we already know. We know this to be true in our lives. And so we are grateful, yet again, for the scriptures to come washing into our lives, reminding us of what is true, and surprising ourselves at how easily we forget what is true and go our own way. And so we thank you that the scriptures are a part of the rhythm that continue to call us back every single day. We love you, Lord. You are the center of our lives. There is nothing more valuable or more important than you in our lives. And so lead us on the pathways that we should go that we can walk together with you. Not so that we can get somewhere that's prosperous, but so that we can go there with you, so that being with you is the center of our lives. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus.
Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. And uh, that is where you can find out what is going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app does that. Puts it right in the palm of your hand. You can download the Daily Audio Bible app free from whatever app store is connected to your smart device. And so just search for Daily Audio Bible. Check that out. This is Christmas week. I cannot believe it. We are here and just kind of navigating through these days, final preparations, all of that. All of the different uh, emotions kind of whipped together that go through the Christmas week. Let's enjoy this together. Let's celebrate deeply. Let's also remember our brothers and sisters um, who, who, who have to navigate through this season. And it can be a difficult season because of loss. There's been some loss near to us this year um, that is, that is, it's just so hard to move through some of that while you're trying to rejoice at the same time. And so we acknowledge that, that that is true in any community, but we are rejoicing as this season of Advent, this a season of preparation for the arrival of the Savior, this season where we long and understand that they were longing for a Messiah to come and that we are longing for his return that all might be made new may we continue that forward through this week and rejoice as we celebrate the arrival of the Savior into the world something truly worth celebrating uh, from the depths of our soul and the bottoms of our hearts I've mentioned on a number of occasions, uh, there are a number of musical projects that you can uh, place into your playlists as you move through the Christmas season that are a part of the global campfire community here. Family Christmas, um, the Christmas time album from Max and uh, looking up Jill's song. She's got a number of Christmas songs out as well. And so just check those out and incorporate those into your, um, into your Christmas lis- listening playlists. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if being around the global campfire has been a comfort and has provided a, a place to hear God's word and receive direction and clarity from the Lord, if that has been your story and this has been a life-giving season for you, then thank you for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Good morning, uh, Dabbers. This is Duncan the Piano Man in Fredericksburg, Texas. I heard the prayer of the anonymous gentleman who 
Uh, I heard the request, by the way, of the man who had to commit his, uh, his son to the state uh, for care, uh, autistic son. Let me pray right now. Abba, Father, I bring this brokenhearted man to you. I don't know what it's like. I can't imagine, but you know what it's like. Father, I just ask you to watch over him and his family and watch over his son and grant that he'll get the proper care even though he's in the, uh, he's, the state has to, uh, to do it for now. Just take care of him, Lord, in a good way. Shield him with your protection. And uh, we pray, dear God, that you'd walk through this with this gentleman and his son. And I thank you, Jesus, that you will walk through with, with him. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Uh, prayer requests uh, for me. It's been three years since my Sharon passed away, October 2019, and these are the holidays. And so far, I'm fine. I will be with family in South Carolina, my flesh and blood kin, uh, between Christmas and New Year, and I'll be spending Christmas Day with friends. But I'm asking, let's pray for each other, those of us who have lost loved ones, especially more recently. God bless you. Blessed rest of Advent, blessed Christmas, and a better year ahead. December 15th. Thank you, DAB family. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for bringing me into this world. I love listening every day to everyone. I love listening and growing my relationship with the Lord. I was in an accident on 11-29, and I can't tell you how many blessings and miracles and lives have been touched. I believe the Lord is using me to get wonderful things done in the people that surround me. I've lost my left eye and now have mono monocular vision. It's unbelievable that I enter my 60s with one eye. I have my life. God spared my life. I'm saying prayers for everyone I listen to on DAB. There are folks going through so much more. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to be a part of this family. Merry, Merry Christmas to everyone. I love you. I love Brian. Thank you so much for this journey that you've got us all on, that Lord has us all on. Thank you to a special friend in Illinois that started me on the DAB family four years ago. I'm just grateful and looking forward to 2023. It's going to be a wonderful year. I can't think of any particulars right now. Hello, this is Lori from Iowa, and I'm calling in for my first time. I'm a first-time reader this year, and I've made it so far, so I'm going to make it through the year, and it's been a blessing. Thank you to my friend who suggested this app for me. I'm calling in for the gentleman who left the message who has an autistic adult child that he had to place into a facility. 
I know he is heartbroken. I know how hard this is. I have a child who has Down syndrome, and I kept her at home till she was 30 and had to put her into a condo with two other ladies. So it was a little bit easier maybe, but I don't really think so. It was still heartbreaking. She did not want to go. She wanted to be with me, but I was getting to the point that I knew I had to get her set up somewhere. I remember crying all the time and her crying all the time and how very sad and hard it was. She is doing much better and I know it was a good move, but I do know how heartbreaking that is. So I will definitely be praying for you and for your son that he gets the care that he needs, that the caregivers are patient and kind to him. And I hope things go well. Just keep contact as much as you can, and I know you will, as there are things that sometimes they miss that us as parents will know. So... I am thinking of you, and you are in my prayers. Thank you. Hi. Uh, This is my first time calling. I pray for all of you, and I just pray that you will pray for my family. Um, My name is God is with me. My son is a high schooler. He's in the 12th grade. And he's been having a lot of problems mentally that we were not aware of. He recently shared with me over this past summer that he's been abused by a family member that we never see and that we haven't seen in years. And we recently seen him and my son had a breakdown. He said it was 10 years ago. And ever since he's told me, my son has not loved himself. He's gotten a car accident recently that the car was totaled. He recently went to work and left work and wanted to end his life on a bridge and the work and the police found him and now he's in mental health. I am so afraid and I need prayer. Please pray for my family and pray for him to recover from this. He is being traumatized by things we didn't know happened to him. And people are denying it. Um, I kept trying to do help him for myself and try to do it on my own, but it just was escalating. And he said he just can't take the memory and it bothers them. And Christmas is a time where whatever has happened to him happened and he's having a hard time and I'm just depressed about it. Please pray for us and pray for my son. Jesus, thank you. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible. Uh, good morning, Daily Audio Bible friends. Goodness, I need coffee, I think. Good morning. This is a girl after God's heart. I am calling for Susan from Canada. Oh, my sister, my friend. Praise God for Keith's uh, remission. Seriously? This is so cool. You know what? I have been listening to the Daily Audio Bible for over a decade. And I always pray when we have serious illnesses. I pray with all of you every time. 
Um, but whenever we have serious illnesses and people need healing, I'm always praying that the Lord will be glorified and miracles will happen so um, everybody will have, um, will see His glory clearly and can praise Him. And here we are! What a miracle and what a beautiful thing! I am praising God today for you and I am jumping up and down with joy um, for, for keeps. And, and for you, his mama. So I'm sure this has just been a very, very difficult road. And um, <clears throat> I'm so grateful for this time of peace and celebration for you. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Have a good one. Bye.